Welcome to the Innovation Squadcast. If you're looking for a podcast about instructional strategies enhanced by technology, you came to the right place. In our conversations, we'll talk with tech experts, share ideas and strategies to help you build your toolbox with tools that you can use in your class immediately. All right, we're here today to talk about making the most of Screencastify. We're excited to share how teachers and students can increase engagement. We'll be discussing some new features, ways teachers and students uh, use Screencastify, and tips for success. I'm Lindy Valachek. Nicole Lapointe. Bill Sheridan. And Jimmy Kate. And we are the Innovation Squadcast. All right, Nicole, so tell us a little bit about Screencastify. All right, so we love Screencastify for so many different reasons. And I know over the last couple of years, Screencastify was used a lot to record um, lessons or record some directions. And that's where it really became big and a little bit more popular than it was in the past. But then Screencastify noticed that and said, wow, Look at all these users we have. Let's really amp up Screencastify. What can we do that's new and engaging and innovative for these teachers as well as these students? So has anybody played around with any of the newer features or something you really like with Screencastify? Uh, I've seen that they have the opportunity now for you to see who's viewing it so that you can check on your students. So when you put in your video that you want them to watch, that you know that they've watched it. And so that's a really nice feature that I've seen. I love that feature because if they say, oh, but Coach Kate, I don't remember seeing that. You say, hold on, let me check the analytics. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. Here, watch it again. Yeah, and the analytics, it seems like um, each time I go back to their website, it, they're doing more and more with the analytics. How many times has somebody watched that portion? Um, so it's, it's definitely something you need to check out if you haven't checked out the analytics uh, yeah. part of Screencastify. Yeah, and, and it loads faster too. Like I feel like the video player works better now. So I do a lot of replies to email questions with uh, Screencastify video. And it processes it really quickly. So I can do my Screencastify, answer the question, paste the link right back into the reply email. And by the time the person gets it, it's ready to view and plays for them just fine. So makes my life a lot more efficient. It is much easier. So that leads to a really good point about feedback. So you're answering someone's question via Screencastify. Just think about how teachers can use this for feedback with students instead of just, you know, writing something on their paper or sending it in a comment in Google Classroom. If you go ahead and open up the document or whatever the student was working on and use some feedback with your voice over it. Um, that seems to be really, really helpful for the students and they like to hear it. And sometimes, you know, if you choose to have your face embedded in there, they like to see that, oh yeah, that's my teacher telling me, you know. It saves a lot of time too with me with instruction over, um, you know, how I want them to share things. So I had to, you know, make, how do you share these Google documents with me? Well, it's, I just did a video. And so if they ask me, how do I do it? Go watch the video. You know? yeah. <laughs> so it just saves a little time of me having to explain, to, you know, 30 different times, I can explain it once put it in the classroom. This is how now to go watch the video and then they'll figure it out. So that, pictures of thousand words and videos, what, like a million? Yeah, at least. So, yeah. Well, and I think about all the kids, You we have such a um, influx of kids in and out of the your building. So if you're not here, that instruction of what, what you're expecting kids to do, it doesn't matter if they're in class or at home, they're gonna be able to understand what they were expected to do with Absolutely. those short little videos. 
and students can use this as well. Mm -hmm. We have, for a couple of years now, we would have in this one school, fifth graders would get information from first grade teachers or some lower grade teachers, you know, what are some of the things you're always repeating? And they would say, oh, how to log into Seesaw or, oh, how to get to this assignment in Google Classroom. So the fifth grade students, because they can have the Chrome extension as well, would go ahead and create some how-to videos. So remember your students can use Screencastify as well. Absolutely. I have my students create projects all the time. It kind of makes that takes that Google slide and just makes it that much better when they've added a little voice to it. Um, the one example that I have is one of my favorite. We do press conferences of presidents. And so they've got to create this press conference with Google Slides and they've got, you know, create the background and they Photoshop, you know, Andrew Jackson's face up there. And then they do the little, you know, speech bubble. Then they've got to actually answer the questions that they would get from like if that president had a press conference like we have today. So that's that is an awesome idea. Yeah, and then they screencastify the video and it's really nice. Yeah, your students screencastify a lot. They, do, Our, yeah. they had one of their assignments they chose um, to show what they know via Minecraft. Correct. Yep. And if it wasn't for that Screencastify, I don't know if I would know what I was looking exactly, at, but yeah. they explained it so well. Yeah, lots of different ways for um, students to use. This isn't just for teachers. No. I think we get stuck on this as a teacher um, Chrome extension, but really there are tons of other ways yeah. for students to. And it can be, I mean, you can use it to just use your video, your camera too. You don't have mm -hmm. to use the screen recording piece because sometimes it just works really well to quickly turn right. your camera on, do a recording, and it has the editor at the end too, which gives kids quick, you know, workflow: record it, snip it, save it, share it. Yeah, when my kids do, when my kids do podcasts, they use Screencastify. Um, it's just the audio version. Um, they put videos into their virtual museums. They use in Screencastify to make those, and so yeah, they've used it multiple different ways and um and they're always like oh let's screencastify it and put it in there and so they, they've kind of got to now it becomes that kind of second nature part of their projects it is it's like our big go-to you were so mentioning editor so. it is user-friendly it's really user-friendly but you were men mentioning some editor features um i like how it's come out with the blur feature because yes. you know you're oh my goodness you're making this great video to explain something but oh no somebody's name is in there or oh oops a grade is showing or maybe it's a face that isn't allowed to be shown so you can go ahead and use the blur feature and screencastify as well yeah yeah and the editing i feel like has gotten way easier yeah. um just this year with being able to snip pieces of it and putting two videos mm -hmm. together definitely much easier than it's it has that workflow. Been. Whenever it comes to video, whenever you're doing anything with video, it's workflow. It's, you know, you don't want to have to create one program and download it, upload it to another one. It's just, it's nice. It, it's kind of a one-stop shop to just really um, efficiently go through the video creation process. Oh, I love that word. Creation, <laughs> students creating, <laughs> giving them that voice. Right. Nicole, you were telling me too that they've got now, which I haven't had a chance to or haven't used it yet, was the idea of interactive questioning. Oh, so yeah. tell us a little bit of how teachers are using that and so, students could use it as well. Sure. Right. So here you're throwing this video out. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I see that they viewed it. How do I know that they really viewed it? So one of the cool features, it's a little bit newer since September, is interactive questions where you can go in and add questions and it's like a stopping point in your video where they have to answer. And the really cool thing is you get that feedback immediately. The students do, and so do you. You get to see it live while it's um, happening. So, you know, if, if you need to have a stopping point and break into groups or, you know, work on uh, the subject matter a little more, I've, 
the interactive questions. And it also keeps it engaging like, oh, all right, here's another question. So if you've used Edpuzzle, it's similar to that. I was that. getting ready right. to ask, is, yeah. it, is it similar to Edpuzzle? Yeah. Yes. I think it's just multiple choice right now, whereas Edpuzzle gives you other options. So hopefully they'll get to where they, well, I'm sure over time they're going to get to where they're at that same options and that'll be save us a little bit of time because Edpuzzle you have to pay for right now. And if you don't pay for Edpuzzle, it's hard to use. But I know right. a lot of teachers at, at our school utilize it and um, just because it, it helps for students to get that information when they miss, you know, they're not missing that information that, that they would have missed if we didn't have that opportunity. So and it's, it's not even like, you know, from the questioning standpoint for kids, it's not even the, I got you like, no, you didn't watch my video. Right. But I think a lot of times kids struggle with, you know, videos. So video is so prevalent. It's really easy to just pull your phone out, watch a video and consume. But I think kids need to be taught and, and, and help you know, um, assisted in their um, ability to get information from videos. And sometimes like adding those stopping points and questioning them, it gets them to think like, hey, you don't just watch the whole video and not think about it throughout. You know, you pause, you reflect, then you go on. That's how you use video to learn, not just watch the whole thing and you know. Just to say forward. you watched right. it. Just to right. say that you watched right. it. Well, and if you can't answer that question, at that point in the video, okay, here's my time where I need to go back and rewatch that video because I missed some some part of that process. Right. And of course, you know, I always think math because I was a math teacher. Um, but just where where what did I miss in that video? And I love the fact that you can go back and watch it in sections. And it's not that, oh, I've yeah. watched the entire video. I have no idea where I missed. And let me go back to the beginning. Yeah. The video is a double-edged sword. It can be the one of the greatest things in, in helping to help students learn and it can also be uh, a, a really bad habit former where all they do is they press play, they turn down the volume and they let the video go and they don't get anything from it. So we, you know, we have to teach them how to use um, a resource that is really, really plentiful all over the internet. So I like that new feature that they've added in there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this is an awesome feature um, for flipped classroom. I mean, you're, you're giving that lesson and then so then the the real work is when they're coming into class you know you, you don't have to um have them take notes or whatever right then and there so lindy this is the question is oh. a gif is a gif what is it <laughs> i mean i call it a gif but some people are probably gonna go the other way and say gif gif whatever um oh that's probably one of my favorite features um I'm always down for a good GIF or GIF uh, to create, whether it's like showing somebody how to quickly do something, you don't need the voice, you just want to like show the clicks, or maybe I want to show like a big thumbs up because I can always see you, Nicole, all that sunshine coming mm -hmm. out. You just want to send something personalized to them. Who, me? Yeah, <laughs> yes, you. Um, but I love the feature in Screencastify that once you've created a short little video, when you go to export, it gives you that option that you can um, pick a GIF. And so. I see that all over. Like if I'm looking up a video or something, you know, researching something, I see people are using that all the time. And it's such a quick, easy way. Like you said, if it's a short little video, why not just use it as a GIF? And then it just keeps moving. And I got to tell or you, GIF. Um, and I like to take my backgrounds out using unscreen. Oh, yeah. Just give you a little, another little tech tip. That's one of my favorites. I use my phone all the time and unscreen gifts that I've created 
just so that it has no background on it. That could change the way your exit out the door ticket. Exit tickets could be a lot more fun for students to create if they got to do just a quick little gift with it and then you know send that to the teacher and like they a, would yeah, they yeah would, right. uh, you know would take that one thing from the lesson i think that'd be a really cool feature right. yeah that's an awesome idea that is a good idea we'll add that to the notes <laughs> yes yes and i'm glad you said that we've um talked about several different uh pieces of screencastify and if you check out the um show notes we've had we have tons of links added to it um one of the other things that i wanted to just briefly mention is that you know we all love Matt Miller and Ditch That Textbook, and he has um, created like 14 ways to create great classroom videos. So some ideas on there that's linked, um, and there are some other resources that are linked on here just to kind of give you some ideas on how to utilize Screencastify. So, and what we should also add to these notes, I'll do it in just a minute. Is and we did this last year or the year before. I don't know. The years are kind of <laughs> blurred. <laughs> blurred. <laughs> We became Screencastify geniuses. Oh, Remember yes. that in the office? So there's all different self-paced options if you want to learn more about what Screencastify has to offer. There's even one if you want your students to do it. And I think it's like a very short, less than 30-minute um, certification, but it'll really amp up and teach you some more skills and tips and tricks for using Screencastify. Absolutely. Yeah, there's um, all kinds in the resource. There's all kinds of different um, Screencastify universities for them. So, yes. yeah, and check out their Twitter page. We'll link that also or um, their Twitter. It has some awesome resources, too, that people seem to hashtag. So. Well, well, so we've if, been on a screen. Yes, <laughs> we have. Here. So we do have one quick question. We'd love for you to leave us some um, comments or suggestions in our mail room question of the week. So how do your students use you? Oh, goodness. How do <laughs> your students use Screencastify? We'd love some examples. Absolutely. So you can either leave us a message or um, send it to us through our social media. We have we're now on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. So or reach out to one of your ILCs. We'd love to be able to share that with with other educators. All right. Well, that was great. I love to hear about all the things that Screencastify has, not just let me record a video, but yeah. how to keep it engaging. And um, I think we talked more about some of the project based learning and the opportunity for students who might miss the class to have. So that's good. All right. Well, y'all have a great week. Right. And thank you, Jimmy, thank for joining you. us. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, inviting me in. Yeah. Happy Screencastifying. <laughs> Bye. Whoosh! <laughs>